What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. I am not going to delay this any further. It is time for the monthly wrap-up. Or, well, this is going to be what I call a super monthly wrap-up to where if you listen to any of my past episodes on my podcast, because I've done a couple of monthly wrap, of super monthly wrap-ups on the podcast, that it's 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 still like a monthly wrap-up, but instead of doing one month, I do two, three months, depending on how long I have not been able to do a monthly wrap-up. And so since I was in Europe from June till July, this is going to be a culmination of news from those two months. And oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about, especially when it comes to Deadpool 3 and Superman Legacy, because for some reason, the world just decided to drop all that news while I was in Europe and couldn't really fully talk about it in good detail or in good length because I didn't have a good setup over there. But I'm back. Let's get into it. First up, we got a few bits of news to talk about. Captain America 4 has gotten a new title. It is no longer Captain America New World Order. It is now Captain America Brave New World. And okay, some people got their pains in a twist online over their title change. And who cares? Okay, just new title, big deal. Okay, it's not going to change the plot of the movie unless I am severely missing something and I haven't heard Jack Deadly Squat of the movie undergoing a rewrite or anything. So, like, guys, it's just a title change. Don't freak out. We have a few bits of news for Beyond the Spider-Verse. First off, Beyond the Spider-Verse is going to be the last Spider-Verse film. I know the trilogy needs to end on a high note, you know, don't move the cow, just three films, stop it there, move on, you know, have it be one of the best comic movie trilogies of all time up there with like with the Dark Knight trilogy or whatever. But just I love these movies. Just they're so good. I have a fun time with them. Like there's something that I bond with my brother over and just you know, I love the I love seeing the hype when these movies are coming out because people are just they're so excited. I mean, I mean, everybody loves Spider-Man. Everybody loves Miles Morales and just I don't want to lose that feeling of community, but well, sadly, you know, some good things have have to come to an end. According to Phil Lord and Chris Miller, we'll see multiple variants of Gwen Stacy in Beyond the Spider-Verse and this is honestly kind of cool because saying up all the possibilities of like we could see a Bryce Dallas Howard Gwen Stacy variant, or we could see a Emma Stone Gwen Stacy variant. That would be kind of cool, especially seeing Emma Stone as, you know, Spider-Gwen, because, like, that could be pretty cool to, to see. Speaking of Gwen Stacy, Haley Steinfeld has expressed interest in playing the character in live action, and while I do love her as Gwen Stacy, I just, I don't know what the future holds for, well, Spider-Gwen. I mean, could she pop up in the MCU? Maybe. I Maybe as a variant from the Sony universe, or maybe they decide to be bold and have her be a part of the main 616 continuity, or maybe she'll appear in the Secret Wars movie. Who knows? But I just don't know if it'd be possible for Haley Steinfeld to play the character in the MCU or in a Sony movie without causing some confusion because that's a thing apparently. Even Shimik Moore wants to play Miles Morales in live action, but just I just like I said, I don't see where the I don't see what the future holds for these characters. I mean maybe they could have an appearance in 
uh, Secret Wars, but they just have their masks on the entire time. So we don't like throw people off when we see, you know, Haley Seinfeld playing two characters. But we'll have to see. I mean, will we see Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales in live action someday? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just it depends on when and where. Lastly, some concept art for Spider-Man 29. <laughs> Lastly, some concept art for Spider-Man 2099 has surfaced online showcasing his white suit. And well, after this comment I got on Instagram, pretty much summarizes how I feel about the suit. White suit is slick, but I don't know. It doesn't suit Miguel to me. The modern blue and red is perfect, IMO. The white suit looks like if someone else was Spidey 2099, IMO. And yeah, I agree, it's just. Whenever I see the white suit, I don't think it's Miguel O'Hara. I think it's some other person or some imposter. And it looks like we could see the white suit and Beyond the Spider-Verse. We'll see, but there are a lot of hints, some hidden in the movie, concept art, that just suggest that, yeah, we will be seeing the suit and Beyond Spider-Verse. And while I don't care for it, I won't throw a fit either. Bill Skarsgård is rumored to have a role in the upcoming DC Swamp Thing movie, and I can either see him playing Alec Holland and doing some mocap for Swamp Thing if they don't go for a physical actor in a suit, or maybe he could play a villain like the, um, who is one of the villains? The uh, Floronic Man, like the evil Swamp Thing, I forget his name, but it's... He was in the uh, DCU Universe streaming series. Just, what's, what's his name? Flonic Man, Plant Man, something like that. Like, you know, he... Just, but basically, he, he could play the villain in a Swamp Thing series if he's not playing Alec Holland. Or not, not, Swamp, not Swamp Thing movie. Well, what I'm saying is he could play the villain in the Swamp Thing movie. An open-world Star Wars game, Star Wars Outlaws from Massive Entertainment, is coming in 2024, and oh boy, I am very excited. I am a sucker for open-world Star Wars games. I love the Jedi Star Wars series, and just, I mean, there's only a trailer and 10 minutes of gameplay and some and some behind-the-scenes stuff from San Diego, from, from San Diego Comic-Con, but, I mean, it looks so cool. It's basically Star Wars mixed with Uncharted and it's cool that we're that, that we're playing a non-Jedi character. We're playing a smuggler or a scoundrel. I forget I forget what she is, but like, you know, she's you know, she's not a Jedi. She's just she's a scoundrel. She's an outlaw. And we're also gonna be finding enemies that aren't the Empire, which is really cool because I mean, love the Empire. I am very traditional when it comes to my Star Wars games, but I like taking on some enemies that aren't stormtroopers, and I'm glad we'll be fighting a lot of well, not a lot, maybe some of the crime syndicates in the Star Wars universe. Superman and Lois has been renewed for a season four, but with a cut budget. And while I am very glad this masterpiece of a show can live on for another season, the reduced budget does kind of scare me because, well, we see what happens when the superhero CCW shows get a reduced budget. Things just don't look as good. And I'm afraid this could be the final nail in the coffin that will probably end the reign that is Super and Lois on the CW. I hope not, but I mean, I know the show has, has to come to an end eventually because we'll be getting Super and Legacy, but can we at least get two more seasons after this? Just two more, or at least one more, just please, please.
We finally had the last of the cast scenes for Mortal Kombat 2. Martin Ford will play Shao Kahn. Damon Harriman will, will play Quan Chi. Can we see how they pull that off? Anna Thu Nugent, I definitely butchered that name, has been cast as Queen Sindel. It's been Shame or Shaim has been cast as Prince Jared. And lastly, CJ Bloomfield has been cast as Baraka. And I actually cannot wait to see how they pull off Baraka in the movie because it has to be better than this. Overall, it's a really good cast. Mark Ford is a pretty good choice for Shao Kahn. Well, body-wise at least, but I mean, come on, the dude's a freaking unit. But acting-wise, we'll see. And plus, Damon Harriman? Like I said, I'm going to be very interesting to see what he looks like as Quan Chi. But funny enough, Shao Kahn, Quan Chi, and Baraka were all characters I did want to see in Mortal Kombat 2. Though, to be honest, I thought they would have saved Shao Kahn for Mortal Kombat 3, but, well, guess not. Andy, er, Andy, or Andy, blah, blah, blah. Andy Muschietti has been confirmed to voice, or, blah, blah, why am I, what, what? Andy Muschietti has been confirmed to direct Batman Brave and the Bolt. And while I haven't seen The Flash, I know it has mixed reviews. The CGI is apparently god-awful. I have seen some of the images, especially of Christopher Reeve, and I threw up in my mouth. But I do think he deserves another chance because, I mean, let's I mean, think about it. There, there, there was a lot of studio interference with this movie. Plus, think about it, it came out at a really bad time with... Everything going on with the DCEU ending and then things moving over to the DCU. So in my mind, he definitely deserves another fighting chance. Plus, he, he shows he has love for the comic books. And that could benefit really well for Batman Brave and Bold. For him to bring in some more of those comic aspects that, honestly, some of the Batman movies don't really have. Thanks to Netflix's To Doom event, or To Doom, To Doom. You know, it's the to doom We finally have our first look at the live-action Avatar The Last Airbender series, and I mean, our red costumes look way better than the ones from the M.I. M.I. The M.I. Shyamalan movie. Just, I tried to watch that movie a few years ago. I couldn't, I couldn't even get past the DVD screen. Could not. Like, literally, put the DVD in, got to the whole menu selection thing, Turned it off. Just, I couldn't. I could not do it. All the costumes look awesome. It's the writing and acting that's going to be another story. But, you know what? I have faith. So, fingers crossed. We have our first trailer for Kevin the Hunter. And it looks cool from an action movie perspective. But from a superhero comic movie... Eh... I mean, it looks like Crippen Hunter, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson looks awesome, but just, yeah, like I said, if it feels more like an action movie than a superhero movie, and plus they kind of butcher Craven's whole backstory to where he gets his powers from Lion's Blood, which just, it's not really accurate because in the comics, he's just that good. He is such a good hunter, but he does have some help from certain potions and elixirs, but Nothing when it comes to having, you know, lion's blood or it's like, yeah, lion's blood in his body. Still, I plan to go see it, but I'm probably gonna go see it with the mindset of this being an action movie, not a Spider-Man movie, not a Spider-Man villain movie. But and then here's something else that also kind of bugs me. And this is also with some of the other Spider-Man movie 
or Spider-Man villain movies, but they always angle like Venom, Morbius, and now Craven to be anti-heroes. When with Venom, I can understand because he is and in, in the comics eventually an, an anti-hero. But Morbius, Craven, you know, they're villains. They never have a anti-hero story arc, or at least with Craven, I don't know about Morbius. But just yeah, if Sony, if Sony plans to keep doing all these villain spinoffs, they really have to learn to just. Make them make them about villains. Like just make them be the villain, or like have this be like their story to them being a villain or something like that. Like I know it's really hard because they don't have a Spider-Man to fight, but it's either just do villain movies and introduce some other hero, or just stop doing Spider-Man villain movies and stick to um, Spider-Verse or Spider-Verse characters. Like I mean that's also kind of weird, right? Like we have all these movies about Spider-Man villains, like. Venom, Morbius, Craven. Well, thankfully, El, El Morto was canceled, thank God. And I think uh, whatever one Don, Donald Glover is doing. But just, why are they doing that and not a Spider-Man 299 movie, not a Spider-Gwen movie, not a Spider-Woman movie? Well, actually, I think that's in development. I mean, they're doing a Spider-Man Noir series along with a Silk series, so just do that. Just do, like, Spider-Verse films or stuff. Or stick to Spider-Verse characters. I mean, come on. There is a rich catalog of characters in the Spider-Verse that will make for a good movie. I mean, I would kill for a Spider-Verse 2099 movie. Well, not kill, but I would love to see a Spider-Verse or... No, no, not like a Spider-Verse spin-off. Maybe like just a Spider-Man 2099 movie in its own continuity. We got a lot of stuff for Invincible Season 2. Cliff Notes. Yes, Angstrom Livy will be the main villain of Season 2, and thus we will be dealing with the multiverse. And while I do know that people are getting really tired of the multiverse in Hollywood with the MCU, different movies, but what Invincible does is honestly really, really good. If you read the comics, you know what I'm talking about, so if they're not doing what I think they're doing this season, then definitely down the line in the series... Things are going to get wild. And plus, with Josh Keaton in season two and thus them doing the multiverse, I honestly really hope they are going to do what I think they're going to do and do a small Spider-Man crossover because that does happen in the comics and oh man, that would be awesome. We also got a teaser for season two, which I did react to and you can find a link somewhere. In the video or I'll also, ha I'll also have a link in the description and lastly we find that season two will be split into two parts we will get the first four episodes in 2023 then we get the last four episodes in 2024 and why just why no don't do that no don't do what Netflix does and does the whole oh here are five episodes and then we will and then we'll release five more episodes next year no don't do that okay that is a dirty move no do all five do all do all eight episodes and then move on to the next season just don't do this to me thanks to better cover match we know that we will soon see him again as, as dr strange or any more movie that will film next year what movie is that i have honestly no idea out of all the films that are currently in development and are going to start filming soon or whenever the strike ends which who knows when that will end I think it will be Blade because, well, for one, that would be cool because we could get some development and maybe even a build-up to a Midnight Suns project. And plus, it just seems still more fitting than, like, Captain America, Brave New World or Thunderbolts or 
well, I don't know, maybe what if, if, if he's going to be in what if, so, okay, let me, let me, let me rephrase. It could either be Blade or what if. Speaking of what if, thanks to Marvel Legends, we have our first look at Bill Foster as Goliath for what if season two. Who is Bill Foster? You're probably not wondering. Well, do you remember Lawrence Fishburne and Ammon the Wasp? Don't condescend, Hank. You're the one who's on the run from the FBI, all because you had to grow to a size that finally fit your ego. That wasn't me in Germany. It was this idiot. Really? Going that big must have been exhausting. Bill Foster. In the comics, Bill Foster becomes the Goliath, and well, like Giant Man, he can grow really big. So I imagine for what if this will probably explore an alternate outcome of the Goliath project where he will become the Goliath, or maybe somehow he takes Ant-Man's place as Goliath. But overall, I'm glad we will see Lawrence Fishburne as Goliath, even though it's in a what-if scenario. According to Daniel Rixman, we will see Daredevil villain Muse in Daredevil Born Again. Muse was actually recently introduced in the Charles Soule run of Daredevil, and honestly recently, it was like, a few years ago and basically his one of his powers is that he can mess with daredevil sonar ability and the guy's pretty gruesome so i'm curious to see how this will play out in daredevil born again i mean they did confirm that they're going for a tvma rating but i don't know, just a part of me is kind of raising an eyebrow that they will really fall through with that hopefully they do because this is daredevil everybody loves daredevil and while he can work with a lighter tone, I think it's more preferable if he has a more darker tone with some more lighthearted moments. We have some new stills for the Marvels, as well as a trailer, which I also reacted to, and I will have that link somewhere in the video and also in the description. And, well, yeah, I'm still very excited for this movie. I mean, I've... Like I said in my reaction, um, is it going to be one of the best MCU films of all time? I don't know. Probably. Is it going to be one of my favorite MCU films of all time? I don't know. We'll see. But just, you know, I'm going in with the expectation of having a good time. That's it. And honestly, I, I cannot wait to see Kamala Khan interact with Carol Danvers because that's just going to be so much fun to watch. And honestly, Kamala is probably going to steal the entire movie, which I am completely okay with. According to Thomas Hayden Church, he's heard rumors that Sam Raimi is still considering making Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. And at this point, I just, I kind of doubt this will happen because, I mean, this word pops up every now and then of, oh, Sam Raimi might be making Spider-Man 4, stay tuned for the announcement, and then we get Jack Diddley squat. And plus, I just don't think it's really possible to kind of do the original story of Spider-Man 4 at this day and age with the Vulture and Black Cat... I mean, they could, but I probably want to be as good as if it was, if it came out way back in, was supposed to be 2011? I, I keep saying they should do it as a comic because, well, honestly, you can fix anything with a comic. You know, a TV show revival, cartoon revival, cartoon, cartoon continuation, movie continuation, TV show continuation, so on and so forth. Or maybe do a Spider-Man 4 animated movie. That could be really good. You know, still allow Sam Raimi to do his original plot for Spider-Man 4. President Paramount Brian Robbins has confirmed that a sequel for Nis Trails Mutant Mayhem is already in development. Along with a series for Paramount Plus that currently has two seasons ordered. And well, first off, Turtle Mania is back because I've not seen this much hype for anything Ninja Turtles in a very long time. 
And honestly, when it comes to the sequel, if I was a betting man, this could be the one where we get the Shredder because, well, of course, everyone's like, we're Shredder, we're Shredder, we need Shredder. So for all we know, this could be a, you know, the, the sequel could be it. This could be how we get Shredder or maybe we get someone like Krang or maybe one of the more well-known Nitro villains like, actually, I think only Shredder and Krang are the most well-known villains. And when it comes to the series, it will apparently explore each turtle separately, which is both curious and really exciting. So I came to see what they each get up to in, in the show. And once we, once I watch the movie, I will probably circle back to this bit of news in my review, which will be coming when I see it. So stay tuned. We have some No Way Home concept darts, this being some art of Green Goblin wearing some Iron Man armor with this Green Goblin suit. And this, I also wish that this was in the movie because this would have been pretty cool to watch. I mean, think about it. Green Goblin killed Aunt May, then is using Iron Man's technology against Peter, which, I mean, honestly, that would have added insult to injury. And there's another piece of art, and I don't know where it's from, I think it's probably from the art book or something. And it's Green Goblin wearing elements of Dark Elf armor with his Goblin costume. And well, obviously this was to give him more of a comic accurate appearance. And I honestly kind of wish we saw this in the final movie. Who knows, maybe if we get Green Goblin in the MCU, they will do this. And here we are, the meat and potatoes of this video. News for both Superman Legacy and Daredevil 3. Let's get into it. So first off, we have our castings for Superman and Lois for Superman Legacy. David Cornsweet will play Superman, and Rachel Brosnahan will play Lois Lane. And I already did a short little YouTube thing doing sharing my reaction to this. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited right now. Just... <laughs> And I'm still excited. Corn Sweat was my top choice for Superman, and I am ecstatic that he is going to play Superman in the DCU. And Brosnahan, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with her. I mean, I know she's in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisley, so we'll see. But obviously, they had to have been good together if they are the casting. On top of them, we have other castings for heroes that will be in Superman Legacy. Nathan Fillion will play Guy Garner. Elizabeth Merst will play Hawk Girl. Eddie Cathegi will play Mr. Terrific, and Anthony Kerrigan will play Metamorpho. To offer my quick thoughts on these guys, since I didn't really do a short on them, which I kind of wish I did. Hawkgirl, heck yes, I've been wanting her in live action for a very long time, and I hope you will see her alongside Aldous Hodge's Hawkman. Now, I'm curious as to which Hawkgirl they'll go for, Shira Hall or Kendra Saunders, though I'm kind of hoping for Kendra Saunders. Mr. Trific is another cool addition because I, he's definitely one of my more favorite DC characters, probably my top 15, top 20 DC superheroes. And just, I, I still think this could be what I theorized in my last monthly wrap-up of maybe he's a former Lex Luthor employee who kind of sees he's, uh, he's into some shady stuff and then he leaves and becomes, well, Mr. Trific. And that's if it's and that's if he's not already Mr. Trific. For all I know, he could be already active as Mr. Trific. There's Guy Gardner, and well, this is where I'm very conflicted. I love Nithophilian. I wanted to see him as Green Lantern for a very long time, but just not Guy Gardner. I mean, the I mean, Nithophilian has always been affiliated 
with Hal Jordan. He has voiced him in multiple animated movies, multiple times. And just, I, I, it's just, it's weird to me that he'll be playing just not Hal Jordan. He's playing Guy Gardner. I mean, just, I know they probably, I know they probably want someone younger for Hal Jordan for the Lantern series, but just, it's gonna be something to get used to when it, when it comes to seeing him as the, as a Green Lantern. That's not Hal Jordan. Bright side though, since this Guy Gardner, he can probably stick around a bit longer and not get killed off a la TDK and Suicide Squad. Metamorpho is one I am very excited for because he was on my list of characters I wanted to see in the DCU. He is one of my favorite DC superheroes alongside Mr. Terrific. He just, he's so cool with his powers of being able to turn his body into different, you know, minerals and elements and, and, and turn into different weapons. I mean, watch him in, in the Justice League cartoon and you'll see what I'm talking about. And, and Anthony Kerrigan seems to be a pretty good choice. Now, I only know him from Gotham. I don't watch Barry, but I heard he's really good in that. But just overall, yeah, I am very excited to see him in Superman Legacy. He's, he's probably the character I am most excited to see, maybe alongside Mr. Trific or, or Hawk Girl. Probably the biggest characters left to cast are Lex Luthor, Jimmy Olsen, Perry White, and any other supporting characters. Apparently, when it comes to Lex Luthor, the top contenders are Alexander and Bill Skarsgård. Honestly, my choice is Bill Skarsgård because he just seems like a better choice for Lex Luthor. And plus, I've seen pictures of Alexander bald and doesn't look good. But then again, they probably just he probably he probably just put on a ball cap and call it a day. When it comes to my time to shine, hello. Scarlett Gazondo is apparently the top choice to play Jimmy Olsen in Superman Legacy. Not not familiar with the actor, but he definitely has Jimmy Olsen energy. What does that mean? You tell me. And for our last bit of Superman Legacy news, according to James Gunn, we could see the Max Fleischer suit in Superman Legacy, and this honestly kind of makes sense because since this will be exploring the early days of Superman, this could be his starter suit, and then as the DCU goes on, he can change and evolve his suit. Kind of like with what happened in Superman Lois, where, you know, where that suit was the starter, and then we have the suit we are currently seeing in the show. Now on to some Deadpool 3 news. Zazie Beats has shared that she will not be back as Domino for Deadpool 3, and I'll say that kind of sucks because I loved her as Domino in Deadpool 2. And I just wonder if this means that if she's not going to be back as Domino, will she be recast? Or, I mean, sorry, will Domino be recast in the MCU? Can this also apply to Cable to where Josh Brolin is out, and then once we see Cable in the MCU, will be someone else like, I don't know, Brad Pitt. It's also reported that Chain Tatum has filmed a cameo scene as Gamut for Deadpool 3. And, oh boy, I really hope this happens because it also kind of sucks that we never saw his Gambit movie because it sounded really good. So this definitely could be a way for us to have our cake and eat it too. Uh, we get to see him as Gambit, even if it's for like a quick second. We have our first look at Deadpool and Wolverine and their suits together. And just, ah, uh, man. It's so hard to believe that we are going to see this happen. I mean, just, it's weird, guys. I mean, I mean, like we saw, I mean, just, it's mind-blowing. It's just, it's really mind-blowing to me that we are finally going to be getting a Deadpool and Wolverine team-up that is worthy and is going to be the best ever. I mean, just, the, the X-Men Origins one, I don't even want to think about. That is dead and buried this is going to take its place and just it's going to be awesome 
And lastly, Jennifer Garner will appear in Deadpool 3 as Elektra, and this has been confirmed by multiple outlets and Ryan Reynolds' team themselves. And I guess this can also coincide with the rumor that Ben Affleck was seen on set of Deadpool 3 as Daredevil. So it definitely sounds like this could be a whole Deadpool Kills the Fox universe, or this could be a final cheerio to the Fox universe characters. And though, I, and though I didn't post about this, apparently we could also see the 2005 Fantastic Four as well. And, I, and again, to kind of touch on the whole multiverse thing, I know people are very skeptical when it comes to multiverse, especially with Deadpool 3, because I guess people are still dramatized from all the rumors and theories we had for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, but I think it failed because we had too high of expectations. Like, we put a lot of stock into these rumors and theories when we should have just kind of kept our expectations in control. We should have had them low. But then again, this is Deadpool, so for all all I know, they this could all be true. They they could be going all out with this movie, and it kind of makes sense because well, this is Deadpool after all. So of course, you know if if they're going to be going to the Fox universe, they might want to bring in some of the other Fox universe characters to have some fun with them. All right, that is the main news done. That was a lot. Now let's take a look at my stories. A follow-up to Captain America New World Order is apparently in development, and it could be a World War Hulk movie, and yes, give me a Hulk movie because we, well, we, we, we haven't had one since Edward Norton, and it's time. It is time, plus with them bringing in She-Hulk, introducing Scar, the Red Hulk coming in, in uh, Captain America Brave New World. It does kind of make sense, but though I do, I'm kind of curious as to how it will play out. Apparently, the Authority was rumored to be in Superman Legacy, but that has been deconfirmed, and it's probably because instead of the Authority, it was going to be Hawker, almost a terrific Metamorpho, Guy Gardner, which kind of makes sense because apparently James Gunn kind of did that on purpose, where he kind of alluded that we will see the Authority when it wasn't true. James Gunn, you cheeky so-and-so. A project centered around the rogues could be in Chapter 2 of the DCU, and I kind of like this. A, ro a, a rogues TV show could be really interesting. It could maybe explore their origins, or maybe them trying to do a heist, and then they could also introduce the Flash through, through the show. Or maybe, and hear me out, if, this, if they go with Wally West, they could maybe show the rogues kind of getting used to a world without Barry Allen as a Flash, and then bring in Wally West, and boom, you have the rogues introduced, and you have Wally West introduced in one project. It could work. Psych Guy Suicide Squad anime is coming, and... Okay. That's kind of really unique. Different. Don't know if I'll watch it, but... Alright, DC. You do you. There was a quick stint where a live-action Gargoyles movie was in development with Kenneth Branagh set to direct, though that has been shot down. If you don't know, what, if you don't know what, what, what Gargoyles is, it is a really good 90s animated series, which you can find on Disney+. And, well, this is both kind of sad and a relief. It's a relief because if there's going to be a live-action Gargoyles movie, then the creator, Greg, Greg Weissman, has to be involved because this show is his baby. And it's a shame because, well, Kenneth Branagh does have some some Shakespearean background. And if you watch Gargoyle, Shakespearean stuff is a major influence on the animated series. So it could have worked out. 
We have some details for X-Men 97. First off, Jean will be pregnant in the series. With who? We don't know. It could be Rachel Summers or it could be Cable. Though I think it could be Rachel because, well, Cable is actually the son of Madeline Pryor, a clone of Jean Grey made by Mr. Sinister. And speaking of Madeline Pryor, she is apparently going to be in X-Men 97 thanks to Mr. Sinister who is going to be the main villain. Which is awesome. Both Bishop and Archangel will be members of the X-Men. And we will see both Charles Xavier and the Lundra again. And Charles Xavier will be healed and wearing Shi'ar armor. We have our first look at both Homelander and Omni-Man as well as Peacemaker and Mortal Kombat 1. And oh boy, the amount of matchups we're, we're going to see between Omni-Man and Homelander is going to be insane. According to a rumor, Deathstroke will be in Waller. And yeah, kind of makes sense. I mean, I do, I do want to see Deathstroke in the DCU. It's just I don't know how I want to see him in the DCU, but Waller could be a good way to bring in Deathstroke that maybe this can also allow him to get his own spinoff movie or TV show. It would be cool to get a movie with Deathstroke since the one with Joe Magellan never panned out. I still think about that at night. And lastly, we have an update on the Lando series for Disney+. Plus. Since Justin Simeon has left writing duties, both Donald Glover and his brother Stephen Glover will be writing the show. And I will admit, I completely forgot this show was happening because, I mean, it was announced three, four years ago, and we have been through Mandalorian, The Bad Batch, Rick and Ahsoka, Star Wars Vision, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, and just, yeah, I just kind of forgot about it. Well, that and the uh, droid one. But I am glad that we th that this could mean that the ball is finally going to, go, going to get rolling with this series and it will start getting made. Which I hope so because, well, I do like Lando. Hey, and that'll be it for this episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you for watching or listening if you're listening to this via my podcast. And just, yeah, that was a lot. Just, wow, yeah, a lot can happen in two months while you're on vacation in Europe. But just, yeah, comment below. Tell me, what was your favorite bit of news? Are you excited for everything Superman Legacy, Deadpool 3? How do you feel about the Captain America forward name change or title change? You know, tell me your thoughts. How are you feeling about all this news? And, and until next time, stay well, stay healthy. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at SamTalksNerd to stay up to date with the, with the news. Feel free, to feel free to follow me on my podcast as well, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And I will see you or talk to you next time. Peace out.